Hello, my dear friend. Today I bring you, they look friend-shaped. The unconventional structure of this reading starts with the description of a gif. It takes place on what looks like some sort of wolf sanctuary or rescue. There is a beautiful wolf, um, and there's a man, presumably its handler or friend. He's got treats in his hand, and he's lifting his hand up above his head as if to say up. This is not a small man. He's not like a huge mountain, but like he's easily five foot nine, and he's holding his hand up, and the wolf obligingly goes up and rests its paws on the man's shoulder as it sticks its snout in the air as high as the man can reach and enjoys the treats in his palm. This wolf's standing height is easily six and a half feet. You could probably nibble six foot nine in the air. And it's gorgeous. The text begins. Ever wonder how big wolves are and why running from them is a really bad idea? Next response. This had me so fucked up the first time I worked at the zoo because honestly, they just look like big German huskies when they're not wild. They look like big puppies and then they get close to you and it's suddenly kind of fucking terrifying. Like, oh, this, this is the animal that used to scare people shitless. This is the animal that used to run through nightmares and poems so much. And suddenly you fucking get it. As cool as these animals are far away, as important as the animals are in their natural environment, as much as we need them to survive, they're still pretty fucking terrifying. Can you believe these things became our friends? And then people domesticated them and now sleep with them in their beds? We're not a species meant to last. Actually, I'd argue the opposite. We took these super efficient killing machines and befriended them, and now they love and protect us as much as we, ideally, love and protect them. Cats basically domesticated themselves so they could share in our food, medical care, and affection. In urban spaces, prey species know there's a higher likelihood that humans will help you if you're stuck or injured than them killing or maiming you. It's just over time we see trends of our species overcoming environmental pressures that would and do lead to extinction in other species by sharing and forming close bonds with other sentient organisms and just kinda aggressively community bonding our way out of it. For a long time there's been this pervading idea that we as a species are just innately violent and terrible and sinful and it's that violence that lets us survive. See the hunting hypothesis on human evolution. But that's not what we see. We are, at our core, a species that looks into the face of something other and thinks, I wonder if they want to be friends. So long as the individual isn't actively trying to kill us. Sure, tons of people who do awful things every day, but for every terrible act or thought on this earth, there are a dozen acts of kindness that people do casually for complete strangers. So yeah, we looked at these massive fluffy monsters with the sharp claws and crushing jaws rooting in our garbage just beyond the campfire and thought, the way no other species has, or at least done to the same extent, well, they look friend-shaped. And they were. And that is how we got to be the dominant species on this planet. They look friend-shaped. To be honest, this is 
what will make us survive in space. We will probably befriend a dangerous alien species because they have cute ears or something. Be well, my friend. Personal postscript. I love the sentiments encapsulated in They Look Friend-Shaped. I've made various decorations over the years mm. built around that phrase. It is one of the ideas and themes I occasionally think about getting tattooed on myself. Um, I just don't want just a pile of words, but those are seem seem to be what I collect as ideas because I don't have the art for them. Maybe one day I'll put them all down somewhere. Thank you for listening.